It is with great pleasure that I introduce my next guest today, who is a true triple threat in the world of literature. His graphic novel, New Kid, is the first and only book to win the Newbery Award, Coretta Scott King Award, and the Kirkus Prize. In addition to New Kid, his books Class Act and School Trip have been translated into 13 different languages. This visionary artist uses the medium of graphic novels to address issues of diversity, identity, and belonging in a way that resonates deeply with me and his audience. His work has ignited important conversations that help break down the barriers in the world of literature. He's a trailblazer paving the way for more diverse voices in the world of literature and art. Please join me in welcoming to Unbanned Coolies, Jerry Kraft. Thank you. Do you have any fond memories of books you loved reading as a child? Are there any specific books or authors that ignited your passion for storytelling? You know, what's so funny is the, the thing that surprises most people is there was nothing I enjoyed less as a kid than reading books. So I always say I went from Dr. Seuss to Marvel Comics to almost nothing, um, almost until I was an author. You know, I was doing my own books. Um, I really started to, to find the enjoyment when I had kids of my own. And I, I tried to read to them almost every day of their life from the time that they were newborns until maybe 12, something like that. Um, and that's when I started to read books, um, even classic books like The Wizard of Oz, um, or Curtis, but not Buddy. And that was pretty groundbreaking because it was the first time that I had seen a little African-American boy um, who I kind of related to. And again, I'm a grown man with kids of my own, seeing that for the first time. And that was also the first time that I remember seeing the Newberry sticker and the Coretta Scott King uh, author award sticker. Little did I know that 10 years later, I will win both of those awards myself. Um, so yeah, it, it was, it's very interesting. Like I wish that I had those memories, but I guess it, it has changed me in the sense where, um, I write the books for myself as a 10 year old. I always say I write the books I wish I had when I was a kid. So I think not having those has made me the author I am today. Your graphic novel, New Kid, has been incredibly well-received and has touched the lives of many readers. Can you share what inspired you to create this story and explore the theme of identity and belonging in a predominantly white private school? Yeah, there are so many things. Uh, one, the biggest factor is I just wanted to do books with, um, specifically African-American kids that didn't deal with slavery, civil rights, and police brutality. You know, not that those are important books because they are, but I feel like any book that a kid wants to read that they take to bed with them and they fall asleep and it's on their chest and they wake up and they're reading it in a car ride to school. Not every book has to be, have the weight of the world on you, you know? 
if Dogman or Wimpy Kid or Leon, you know, uh, if those are the books that do it for you, that make you a reader, I think they're important books. And I just didn't see a lot of that. I felt like a disproportionate number of uh, books with kids of color as the protagonists were historical fiction. And so I just wanted to do a fun book that people could read and laugh and know that the characters were all going to live to the end of the book. You know, there was no like cataclysmic event. They all live happily ever after. They all live happily ever after, you know? And, and it's so funny because even talking to adults who are reading my books, African-American, you know, male and female my age, they, um, they're still tense. They're still nervous. You know, I had someone say that they got school trip and they flipped to the end of the book and read the last chapter to make sure that all the kids were still okay. And so there is a trauma that I think that we have in our entertainment, like even in the, the Disney cartoons, for example, there's always something horrible that happens to the parents. You know, whether it's Bambi's mother or, you know, uh, Dumbo's mom or Mufasa or whoever. So you almost kind of expect that. And I just don't want to do that in my books. So I just wanted to do books with family, loving family, friends. Not that everything is perfect, but there's not a huge thing that's going to bring tears to your eyes. You know, if, if, if you get some tears for some of my books, it'd be happy tears or like, Oh, Oh my God, that's so sweet. But not, you know, the miserable tears. Yeah. yeah. Class act is a companion to new kid continuing the story of Jordan Banks. Can you talk about the themes you wanted to explore in class act and how it complements the first book? Yeah, so one of the hardest things, in my opinion, is when you're doing multiple books with the same characters, how do you make it similar enough so that you feel you're still seeing your friends, you know, who, who you want to see, but also how do you make it different enough so that it's not the same book? So you're not like, oh, geez, this is, I read this in book one. So, whereas New Kid might have talked about race a little bit more um, in Class Act, I wanted to talk about class and classism. Drew lives versus how Liam lives and how do they see each other and do they think that they could be friends not only now, but in the future? You know, will someone like Drew, could he have a friend like Liam when they're both in their 20s and 30s and 40s? And so those are the things that, you know, I still wanted to have the core three, Drew, Liam, and Jordan, but I feel by focusing a little bit more on Drew and Liam and having Jordan be kind of the, the glue that binds them all together, that that would be a really good, good book for the series. In the Zero Degree Zombie Zone, you worked as an illustrator. What was it like collaborating with the author Patrick Henry base on a different genre. Way before New Kid, uh, I got the opportunity to illustrate a book for Scholastic 
um, written by Patrick Henry Bass, and I was the illustrator. It was interesting because they don't really like for the authors and the illustrators to talk to each other. So, for example, if you're the author, uh, you don't send me the story, and I don't say, hey, what do you think about these sketches, and what do you think about this? We work through our editor and art director. So you send the story to the editor, the editor sends it to me or the art director. So you and I don't have any direct conversation because having self-published and worked with so many authors whose books I illustrated, you know, we would speak hours during the day because this is their baby. This is their story that they wrote and I wanted them to be happy with it. So to now all of a sudden get an opportunity to do this, but I'm not supposed to talk to an author. That was a little off-putting, but I remember, um, Scholastic treated me really well. And I remember going to like the national book festival. And that was where I met people like Raina Telgemeier and Jean Yang, uh, for the first time, people who would eventually become friends. But at that point, were like, wow, that's the guy who did American born Chinese. And that's the one who did smile and that's Jeff Smith who does bone. And it's, you know, Jeff Kenny who does floopy kid. Like I was a kid in the candy shop. The biggest thing to me is illustrating that book. Uh, do I want to be like Raina Telgemeier and Jean Yang and spend my life writing these books for these kids who will just devour them? in the and see the reaction that the kids give to them of meeting their favorite author. And when I saw that, my answer was definitely yes. And that, that gave me even the drive and determination to work even harder to get to their level. In your journey as a creator, are there any artists, writers, or books that had a profound impact on your storytelling style or artistic vision? Yeah, I would say, um, book wise, American born Chinese by Gene Yang is probably number one because it showed me how much I could put into a book, into a graphic novel for kids so that it didn't have to be Archie. You know, which is what a lot of times when people still think of kids reading comics, they think it's Archie or Richie Rich or Little Lulu or, you know, Barbie. And seeing American Born Chinese was really eye-opening. Um, also up there is David Small did a graphic novel called Stitches, which I thought was also phenomenal. And Raina Telgemeier's Smile was the one that uh, really, when the light bulb went off, I was like, that's what I want to do. And then again, when I started meeting these people for the first time, it was really like, okay, yeah, I, I definitely want to belong in this crowd. Like, these are my people. Can you share some of the most meaningful moments from readers that you've received since your release of your books? A teacher came over to me and she, her eyes were already welling up with tears. And she says, I have this kid in my class who has never read a book. And he came to me and he handed me a copy of New Kid. And he said, Miss Johnson, promise me that you will read this book over the weekend 
so we can talk about it on Monday. And she's like, wait a minute. Is this kid who hates to read giving me reading homework? She's tearing up. I'm tearing up. I got to go on stage in front of 300 people any minute. But it was this big, like, Dr. Phil moment where I was starting to realize the profound impact. When I see stuff like that, those good feelings and good vibes far surpass any negative stuff that I get from book banning and things like that. Are there any upcoming projects or goals you have in mind, considering the success and impact of your current body of work? Yeah, so I am working on a brand new three book series. So there's a brand new character, brand new scenario has nothing to do with new kid. It has not been announced yet. Um, but, um, so I can't tell you more about it at this point. I have one more huge surprise that's in the works, a live action new kid movie. Um, and that is LeBron James's company, Spring Hill Entertainment in conjunction with Universal Pictures, screenplays, you know, drafts in the works now. And then I would like to do some picture books. Um, but you know, I try to have a life as well sometimes, which is hard because I could literally spend every day writing and drawing from sunup to sundown and way past sundown. I would have to say past midnight. I still try to get out and shoot hoops and ride my bike, spend time with my family and just to not be a total recluse like a lot of us artists and writers are. Yeah, that that's kind of the, the biggest things. Jerry, your unique blend of storytelling and artistic talent has left a lasting impression on the literary world. Your books are not just stories, they are mirrors reflecting the experiences of many, and windows inviting us to step into different worlds, sparking essential conversations about identity and diversity. On behalf of all your readers and admirers, we would like to express our deepest gratitude for your invaluable contributions to the literary world. Thank you, Jerry Kraft, for sharing your insights and creativity with us today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you.